fun to see a beautiful thing. I see it better, see it better, see it better. Just because I'm different skin, do you think I matter? Do you think, do you think at all? Do you feel angry if I do something or say something? Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name is Harvey. My name is Steve. And I'm Sean. Uh, today we actually have a special guest. It's uh, Pat the intern. How's it going, Pat? It's uh, it's been great. Actually, Pat the former intern. The former yeah, intern. I forgot. Uh, He's I re- moved on up. Yeah, it's great. You're actually on the show now. This it's interesting. Yeah, I done fucked up. This is yeah. <laughs> this is an audition for Pat. Uh, if he does a really good job, he'll uh, permanently take Shomo's seat. Yeah, yeah. That, we, we discussed it with Shomo, and he's uh, into the idea. He's also been having a lot of absences lately. We yeah. can't stand for it and anymore. I like the thought of taking things from Shomo. What, what's he doing today? He's live streaming? Live streaming. Is that what he took off? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's... Uh, that would be funny. I think he's... Um, Actually, he became a cam girl, so that's his life. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you got to make money somehow. New York is very expensive. Yeah, it's hard out here. Um, anyway, we're, we're reviewing uh, a movie called Blind Spotting today. We're also going to be talking about... Uh, nature and movies um i guess uh i guess it can be kind of loose um movies that uh utilize it into the story like integrate it like in in interesting ways and um just movies that capture nature really well right um before we get started how was everyone's week Steve, how, let's let's uh, ask oh, Pat. Yeah, let's ask Pat. Pat. The oh yeah, everyone Pat is a guest. We all know what, how everyone else's week yeah. is. What's Pat's week like? Um, well, yeah, what do I've you always... do during the week? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah what do you so, do exactly? Uh, hey, what, do you have a time, job? Long time guy. Um, <laughs> so I've always uh, always thought of what I would say if you guys ever asked me on this question in particular, bruh, I'm not prepared for this at all no so what i'm doing like my weekend just consisted of like working and just looking up uh interior design youtubes like i can do a mr kate episode shout out to mr kate who's that who that is it's actually a a colored haired white female that does like interior design makeovers on a budget mr kate yeah and why are you watching this oh so um Yeah. Yo, I you like you need this. to explain first why you're So in a couple months I'm moving out on my own for uh my first ever apartment, Bolo. Oh. Yeah. Uh rent's gonna be a group, Congrats. but you know, we out here. I'll put, are I'll you, put are the you, pause and then post. Are you uh ready to live on your own for the first time? I am so ready. Yeah. I'm so ready. I don't know about rent, but I'm ready to uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know how I'm gonna pay for it, but other than that, man, I'm, like mentally I'm ready. You know, you know, we're gonna make it happen. Financially, you know? no. <laughs> I mean, we got credit cards. We out here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just give your landlord a credit card. <laughs> Charge me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but um, uh, no, I have a pretty good job. That, out that's here, exciting. So gonna, yeah. Are you gonna do a housewarming party? Uh, yeah, bro. Cool, cool. But y'all gonna have to give me a, a, like two months to get furniture. <laughs> so actually, I think it's a lot funner if you don't have much and you do a uh, get together. No. <laughs> I think- I think it could be too. You yeah. have a lot of space. And, yeah, we can uh, sit on the floor. Yeah, I can not, bring pillows. Yeah, I can sit on the floor. All right, we're going to feng shui this bitch out, huh? Just like yeah. lay on the ground. Just All right, around. so housewarming party, everyone has to bring one piece of furniture. Okay. I'll bring cool. a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you be the real one. I'll bring here. a lamp. That's, that's furniture. We don't need lights, so yeah, we lit. <laughs> okay. We lit. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's been my weekend, just looking up uh, interior design videos. Nice, so like, you... You're excited for this new place, huh? Yeah, bro. It's literally downstairs from my current place. Oh, that's easy. And like I told you last night, I'm not hoping you move. 
bro, this. I mean, <laughs> he's just straight up. I don't like, think you just, need anybody like, to help you move. He's like, don't ask me. Don't, don't <laughs> ask me. So the only help that I need to move is gravity, bro. It's gonna be like, yeah, you yeah. can so just like throw your shit down. The especially like the mattress. <laughs> mattress are usually pretty hard, but you can just throw it down the stairs. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna throw the mattress first, and then let the mattress catch everything else. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Do you still have that box bread, uh, bed? Uh, nah, bro. Oh, uh, I, I did have a loft bed. Uh, shout out to loft beds because I have a tiny ass room and that's where I'm moving. So, um, no, nah, I don't have. We broke it down for uh, firewood during the winter. Nice. Did you really? I feel like this no, look legit. <laughs> oh. God, that was super legit. I'm like, it's like, damn, man. That would have been cool if you did. I thought you. <laughs> Everyone's like, yo, it's really cool this winter. Although, although many apartments have fireplaces in New York. If yeah. Shout out Some to all ones. Uh, Y'all also have a backyard, so I thought that maybe you could have like started fire in the backyard or something. Yeah, nah, bro. That wasn't in the lease. We didn't get the backyard, but uh, I'm trying to negotiate that right now. Just wait, what? That'd be yeah. They have like a cool backyard. What? You have to like talk. You have negotiation. You're not allowed back there. Not communal. The first year, she's like, nah, bro. That's for me. Oh, she lives there. Yeah. Shout oh, out okay, to my okay. landlord. She's the greatest. <laughs> you, you get you like shout 20 shout outs. Oh. Shout out my cousin. <laughs> I don't know. This might be the you first You shout out a, a bed. All the shout outs yeah. Shout out to my Serta. <laughs> You're not, this is not a photo on Instagram. You're not hashtagging yeah. shit. Hashtag. <laughs> These objects are not going to see this. <laughs> that might be true. That might not be. We well, don't know. Yo, don't worry. We're going to put some tags in there. We're going to make sure. I hope you uh, brought a lot of movies. You had, uh, what, two days notice? Yeah, <laughs> two days notice. Yeah, I better be prepared for a top actually, five Will Smith. I think it was a day notice, actually. Yeah. We told him, like, you know, I, I won't like be against that. Ago. I wouldn't be against the top five Will I can Smith. We talk about Will Smith all day. We could talk about Will Smith right now. About I, think, I, think, I think Pat just came on the podcast <laughs> to talk about Will Smith. Um, Anybody else want to uh, talk about their week? Oh, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't think mine trumps that. I didn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did go fishing. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I went fishing in uh, Pennsylvania. Thanks uh, for the invite. Uh, it was a sporadic moment thing. We didn't know what we were going to do. We thought this weekend was going to fucking rain all weekend. It's perfectly fine today. Yep. But um, we actually went to where we went last time, but on the Pennsylvania side where the water gap was. Oh, okay. Do you remember that? Yeah. So sure. we went there, uh, went fishing. It was a nice day, wading in the water, casting out. Wait, did you catch any fish? Uh, No, we didn't catch any fish. We went there, um, and then we got pulled over by a wildlife patrol really yeah first time it's ever happened to me and she uh asked us for fishing licenses we gave her like some expired ones from new york she gave us a ticket oh really yeah she gave us a 160 dollar ticket wait both of you no one you guys need a license to fish you got you need a license in pa to fish um fishing for like 20 years of my life never once got pulled over for some bullshit like that ever wait how do you pull over a boat well, we weren't on the boat. We were waiting in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just came to like the shoreline. <laughs> she was driving in the so she was like, up to "Stop the boat! Pull over!" <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm probably not gonna pay it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, PA. You so you're planning never to go back to, to Pennsylvania? No, like, never. You got warrants, like dude. Milk, you got warrants you up your ass. <laughs> The fucking wildlife patrol has it. I'll you're in jail. PA. You're going to be calling us one day like, yo, can you guys bail me out of PA? Wait, do you guys go to regular jail when you don't pay your uh, fishing licenses? Yeah, well, I don't think... I don't uh, yeah, we no, I'm pretty research. sure... We were talking about this last night. I don't I don't know. I think, I think you because do get sent not to jail. Because it's not connected to my license. Yeah, I mean... Imagine I if that's think, a uh, felony, bro. I think... 
I think you maybe can't go to jail, but I think they could suspend your license for it. Yeah, they could. But it's not connected to my wait, driving wait, wait. license. Your fishing oh. license or your regular license? His fishing license. He can never go fishing again. Oh, whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> I don't know. I have to do some more research before I commit to not paying the penalty. That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Yo, you're about to... To fish. That's it's a lot brutal. of fucking money. You're well, about to it's like, snap indulge into a life of crime off of just fishing, bro. It's yeah. a it's a trickle-down effect, right? First, it's not paying your ticket for fishing license. Yeah. Next, Next thing, thing you know, you're slinging hardcore heroin down the street. Here, bro, Pablo Escobar ass. I'm like bro. in a halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that's it for me. What about you, Steve? Yeah, well, fuck, man. This is crazy. Fat has a very interesting week. You had a really interesting week. Breaking the law and shit over yeah, here. Yeah, breaking the law and shit in Pennsylvania. Never can go back. Uh... I mean, I guess the one exciting thing... Uh, Wait, real quick. Yeah, what's up? I'm not a big fan of PA. I haven't really explored too much of it, but the last times I was there, Harvey got a speeding ticket. I was there for one of them. <laughs> and I got a ticket. I got a ticket in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania when we were driving up here a few, uh, 10 Don't years ago. Don't you remember ago. because... 10 you, years ago, because you, <laughs> That's a whole decade. I remember because I woke up. I was sleeping in the back seat, and you're like, Steve, wake up. And I'm like, huh? He's like, we got pulled over. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like buckling up. Harvey was driving my like, car. We're taking a road trip up here. Wait, why were you scared? Did you have anything on you? No, no, it was because it's because I was like sleeping and and he was like, wait, he was like, wake up, wake up, and I'm like, fuck, and I don't, I don't, I don't hide the gun. You don't trust people, like you sometimes. Trust the police. Yeah, that's honestly what it comes down to because they might fucking just be. He might be a dick and you're like, oh, here's a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt or some stupid yeah. shit. So I'm just trying to avoid problems. They at love all costs. giving their tickets in PA. Yeah, they love that shit, especially highway patrol. You know, that's probably why Meek Mill has so many problems. He's from PA? He's from Philly. Oh. Uh, okay. I didn't know that about him. Hmm. Let's okay. talk more about his problems. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> all, actually, all his problems come from yelling really loud in the mic. I'm trying not to be him right now. How, how's my levels? Your levels are good. good I'm, I'm good. checking them out right now. They're pretty solid. Good. First time, long time. Yeah. Shit. So how was your week, Steve? My week? Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, the only exciting thing, uh, I, I got to shoot for this uh, really interesting concert. I was like filming. Uh, nice. Yeah, it was kind of like out of nowhere. It was very spontaneous. It was a very long day at work. And then we had this event that we had to shoot for uh, this uh, musician we worked with in the past called uh, Guy Kai. He's from uh, England. And he's like, I guess he's part of the grime scene. I don't know if you guys are familiar that with that. That sounds grimy. Guy what? Kai? Guy Kai, yeah. And he's like, and he had all these, like, you know, a lot of interesting acts on. And uh, I don't know. I was filming the whole night. It was pretty dope. Uh, haven't had the opportunity to do that in a while. So that was exciting. And then got to do another interesting video the next night. And that should be coming out probably in another week or two. I'll have to check out all this stuff that you talk about. Yeah. I've never once seen one. Well, we just, well, we just released another video. Is it on the website? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's on our website. Mm. And it's a profile piece on this uh, UFC fighter. Or not UFC, uh, Muay Thai fighter that we did. And it was like... I'm like super proud of it. I, I did a lot of like I was doing uh, I was PA and doing like locations, location scouting for it. Nice. And I was there on the shoot for like it was like three days. We got like a lot of this, a lot of fucking footage. And we just released it, and like people were like really digging it. Kind of proud of it, just being Sweet. a part of it. Yeah. So that's super cool. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I always said it to you. Look at me dead in the eyes, like. Yeah, some good shit. <laughs> uh, uh, just really quick, was anyone affected by like the steam pipe breaking? Like in New York and Chelsea. I, I want no. it to be. I heard, I don't I heard go there's a lot of asbestos in the air out yeah, there, though. My office shut down for, because uh, it's, my office is right on 21st and 5th Avenue. So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been to work in like three days. So a lot of Fortnite been happening. So much Fortnite on the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. Find my gamer tag. It's Lance Albright. Uh, 
come at Yo, me. Yo, get it all, get it all out. Okay. <laughs> How about um, you, Harvey? My week was uh, pretty good. I just worked mostly. Um, can't think of anything really exciting happening. Um, I did watch a lot of movies though, so um, I think I have some pretty interesting <clears throat> things to uh, talk about. I only watch a few movies, so I'm not going to have that much interesting stuff to talk about. I've watched one movie because I've had eight hours to prep for this. So <laughs> You didn't get enough movies in within that eight hours? I didn't even get enough sleep, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? All right. Um, I don't remember who lost the game last week. Uh, it was Steve. Yeah. Uh, did you have a movie assigned to you by Shovel? I mean, no. oh, yeah. I gave him Under the Skin. Ooh, oh yeah! Damn, bro. I, I, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear this one. This is um. Wait, can you tell me what it's, it's about? Like, can you give me the synopsis? Real I quick? think he'll. I th- hopefully, he gets. I wasn't going to do that. Review. I was just going to dive right in. But I, for you, Pat, I got you. Appreciate you. No worries. All right. So, uh, under the skin, directed by uh, Jonathan Glazer. Is it Glazer? Yeah. Yeah. Starring Scarlett Johansson and then a whole bunch of other people. Okay. But you know, Scarlett Johansson is the the center of the film. And this film is about a seductive alien that prowls the streets of Glasgow in search of prey of unsuspecting men who fall under her spell. Uh, my thoughts, I'll keep it short and sweet. I feel like this movie is super, it's hard to talk about just because it doesn't follow that typical like uh, typical narrative structure that we're used to in films. Uh, it is definitely visually striking. It is almost haunting. I would say more dreamlike than anything. When you're, especially when, especially in the fucking beginning, I would say the first half of the film, you're just kind of, kind of just sitting there, just like. I, I believe the director wants you to just be patient and just kind of like uh, like absorb everything you're watching, and I think that's when the visuals really take a hold. And I would say this film has some like, like really, really like, I would say like I, I would say like haunting but yet beautiful like moments, especially when she. How would you say lures? these men into like their unsuspecting demise right. and and, I, and it's, that's inherently like it's not really a problem because i i overall enjoy the film it's just it's hard for me to say it's hard for me to openly recommend this to anyone like, i really couldn't just recommend it to Seriously? average show i was i was just about to i'm high average show here yep. um, <laughs> so this is not for me I wouldn't recommend this for you. Oh, I thought it, I, I, the way that you described it, I thought it was going to be like a dreamy softcore hentai-ish. Hentai-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, kind of. I mean, if you're in, are you into that? Never lost. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, fuck. I guess, uh, I guess this is definitely for you. But I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's, you know what this reminds me of, Sean? It reminds me a little bit of uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. It doesn't bit. have like... It just it's there's no real like in the beginning of the film there's no real narrative it, mm-hmm. it's just it's it literally just yeah. they want you to kind of be like absorbed in this in this this film this world this like it basically it really is art in its truest form when it comes to film and it's asking a lot from you and if you're patient I think you're rewarded with like again striking visuals uh, it it really is asking you to really decipher a lot of like the mm-hmm. symbolism and meaning and. I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to go back and rewatch this. This movie, that, this movie demands you to not watch it yeah. like once, but you have to watch it multiple viewings. But I also think that in something like, uh, for example, recently Annihilation, where the uh, all of the parallels and meanings are just kind of like under the surface. I feel like this movie, everything is just there in the movie. Yeah, like you don't really have to draw too much outside of it to really understand what's going on. Yeah, 
I think it's, I don't know. I feel like he. It's kind of simple in that way. Understand uh, yeah, I, the, I, all right. I don't know. This movie, for me at least, demands like another rewatch. Like I have to. But the thing is, like, it's not like a hard thing for me to rewatch because, again, I think I think it's still very captivating, and and performance wise. What was your uh, sorry to cut you off? What was that rea- your reaction when you finally got up to the scene where she's like, I think this is in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. This point, she's like harvesting men. And that Dude, happens. that, that wait, wait. The shit was fucking Are weird. Straight up harvesting <laughs> yeah, men? yeah, that's the thing of the movie. Like, wow. uh, I don't want to spoil it because I think it's like really yeah, worth. It's a, it's, okay. a yeah. it's worth. I think it's really striking rewarding. Striking image in the movie, but when you see it, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, like you don't know. Does it like a crevice open up a, a part of her body and just? Like, no, it's okay. not like that at all. And and I think that's the beauty of the film. A whole set piece to it. I think that's yeah. It's like a huge set piece and. And the thing about it is, it's like it doesn't go for the easy thing. It, mm. it, 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 like there's there's nudity in this film, and you get to see Scarlett Johansson naked, uh, and, and and it could have gone like an easy route, right? It could have gone the easier, but it, it take it takes it to a level with this like very stunning like visual set piece, and when you actually see what happens, it's super fucking haunting. Like it's yeah. cre- it's like it's so uncomfortable. Like these movie this movie has a lot of just like weird uncomfortable moments oh, sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, especially, I would say my favorite scene though easily was the uh, was the beach when she's watching. Yeah, that that stuff. scene was like I was yeah. like, it was, and it looked great. Like the movie overall looks amazing. It has like one tone to it, like the colors and like the, the environment. But yeah, it looks yeah. amazing. I think overall, I think that's just where they shot in Gas Glow and just yeah. like overall that fucking just wet, dark. Mm-hmm. It's like very dreary dank. overall. Yeah, dank, very dank, super dank. So where would one go to watch this? Uh, you can go on Amazon and rent it for two ninety nine. Uh, I would recommend it. I don't know where else. I mean, you could buy it, I guess, but who the fuck buy yeah. shit? Uh, Dude, sure. well, you know what? Some of us have to rent, Pat. Some of us. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, if I have to rate it, I would use. I would say this is like a three and a half. I don't know if I can. I wouldn't say it's perfection for me really that's much lower than i thought yeah yeah but i i overall i think it's i think it's a beautiful looking film Mm -hmm. wait what did you guys rate it i probably gave it like a four and a half or some shit i I, I never actually officially rated it Uh, i don't like we we weren't doing a podcast back then yeah yeah um Was, yeah, this movie was, came out a long time ago came out a long like 2013 2012 2014 yeah okay yeah um yeah it's a it's like a five out of five for me oh wow I mean, love this shit um, yeah that's it's like one of my favorite like sci-fi horrors like in the last i don't me know too. 10 years or yeah. so i love that movie i definitely gotta check it out now I've seen like five times since it came out yeah. yeah i thought you were gonna rate it higher than that actually but yeah. I mean, things are bound to change. Like I said, this is not gonna be my last time watching this movie. Yeah. Like I want to go back because um, yeah. I want because there's like I feel like there's things I missed. Like I definitely want to revisit it. Yeah, there's some things that I thought yeah. you would talk about that you didn't talk about. There's a lot of things in this movie where it just works greatly. Like the beginning where she's like all the imagery you see, it's just yeah. her like being created. Yeah, and that stuff like you can't. It's not visually put together to where like one can like comprehend yeah like, but you understand it as time goes on like what's going on yeah, yeah like you the yeah that's the thing about like, this movie yeah. it's like pieces like it's like the it's like all these pieces are thrown there and then as the movie is like slowly comes together like all the pieces are slowly you start Falling seeing place, it yeah you start so. seeing everything you're like 
oh, okay. And then when you look back at something, you're like, okay, now I understand why this is they happening. They do like callbacks to like what they, they pepper in like a uh, like It's not even a callback. It's, it's just like, it's just you internally kind of reciprocate. Like, there's no visual callbacks. It's more or less like you figuring it out yourself. Like it's uh, like you're deciphering this movie as it's being played. You get those you. aha the, the thing that I always like about this movie is that um, it takes like um, two con- like contrasting things and brings them together. Like you have Scarlett Johansson, who's like this beautiful woman, yeah. but she's also like this horrifying creature that's also fucking harvesting men, yeah, and doing these terrible things. And um, you also have this. Um, she's not really human, but she's also she also tries to like discover. Her humanity, especially yeah. she, in, like, she's in like slowly act. like starting and to search. Yeah, for so there's always like these. Um, yeah, is the is the location like uh, like ocean adjacent or water adjacent? Yeah, oh, so she's like a siren, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, that's, you know, that's uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I would say like she is kind of like a siren. Like she like lures these. Yeah, yeah I would definitely exactly say what that. A siren. <laughs> yeah, it's like definitely. annihilation. Uh, yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely enjoyed this so film. Wait, I'm going back to it though. It's better than Ghost in the Shell. Then is that what we're saying? I mean, there's a lot of anything better, is better, better than Ghost in the Shell. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I, did you win? I'm pretty sure you went to see that with us yeah, when it came out. It was dude. great. I laughed. I cried. You la- <laughs> <laughs> I had one scene. What? <laughs> it was a scene. I was like, really? I can't remember anything about that movie. Yeah. Uh, who would like to go next? Anyone got? You any- don't have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I got Green Room. If you guys want to talk oh, about that. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, I finally finished it. I guess we can come back around if you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean, you want to go? Uh. Well, I guess I shouldn't talk about everything. Can you just t- give us the shittiest movie you've seen all week? Okay, so I, I do. Jump. I think me and Pat should jump into this actually. All right. Oh shit. So Pat, I know you saw this with Shomo actually, and I saw oh, it uh, yeah. earlier in the week. Sorry yes. to bother you. Well, what do you think about it? You um, never told me. Right. So like the way that I describe it to uh, white folks, uh, I say it's <laughs> like it's like if Thriller was like a, a standard movie time. It starts off, right, really um, standard, like, what you see in the trailers, and then it gets really fucking weird, but in the best way ever. Yeah. Um, I think that the, I read an interview with the director, what's his name, Boots Riley? He basically, he said, there was a line he says in the movie, or in the interview, where he says, Hollywood is not used to thinking and laughing at the same time, and essentially that's what this film boils down to. It is so surreal. So surreal. But I think that thing, it's not... It's not the the world that they build, like this dystopian or utopian world that's it, that they build within the film. It's the humor. The humor is amazing in this movie. There's a scene, like even like little throwaway things just works for me. Like there's a scene in the beginning of the movie. What? It's like in, in the first scene. It's not even like a spoiler. What happened? I was just going to give an example of something that happens. Ooh. Like just the simple humor works in this movie. He goes to the gas station he, and he's like, can oh, I have yeah. 40 on one? But he throws forty cents. Right, that's in the trailer. That's not a. <laughs> yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah. But uh, I don't know this. The well, I was telling Harvey last night. What you see in the in the trailer of the movie is completely not what the movie is about. Well, it it, it that's how it starts, right? Right. I, so, I feel like the trailer really only shows you things that it's trying to deceive you, like it's trying to deceive you into what the movie is really about. I feel like the trailer prepped me for a movie. Uh-huh. That I wanted to see, and then gave me the movie. Gave me a movie that I needed to see. That's well put. I, I would say That's that I agree. Put. I try. I've been but, practicing uh, all my life for this. Eight podcast. hours, man. He's like, so I'm coming up with a good one. This this movie is consistently <laughs> hilarious. Like, I don't think the movie really any, has any lulls in it for me. 
maybe a little bit towards the ending, but we, I would just say uh, towards the end. This is uh, Boots, whatever his name yeah. is. This is the directorial debut. Yes, right? this is first I film. think when uh, directors try to do their first film, they don't know if they're going to get a second. So I think towards the end, he tried to fit in a couple things. Oh, to like he, make it like a sequel or something. Or, well, just to like get his, all his ideas that he wanted to right, because right. he doesn't know if he's getting another shot at this. Yeah. Right? So that's I, a good I would, point. He, he made that's it. my only critique about yeah. this movie. It's just so there was a little shit that didn't tie up well towards yeah. the end but other than that it was like yeah. awesome. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about the the ending as well. I think it, for the most part the ending is a, is a commentary on certain things. For the most part I know the, uh, Sean was saying that there's a lot of social commentary in this movie but I, I don't think there is to, like within the first two acts. I think it's a straight up film that's just meant to be surreal and grounded in reality at the same time. Well, I I really enjoyed the 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 main character. Um, what's his name in the movie? Keith or, or Cash? Ca- Cash yeah, is, Cash uh, is green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's hilarious. Just like, what's fo- his name? Cash is green. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Cassius. Yeah. But following him throughout the movie, it was just a fun ride with him. It was great. I, I liked it a lot. I would highly recommend this yeah, movie. Yeah, it was highly refreshing. And they definitely had some social points about like uh, selling out, I would say. That's yeah. one of the points, too. But mm-hmm. you'll see. Go watch it. Uh, I'll, I, I gave it a four and a half out of five. What would you rate it, Pat? I'll give it 4.7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to one-up me, huh? All right. Um, just slightly. I'll come back around, I guess. Harvey? Um, yeah. Okay. Um. I've watched a couple movies this week. Um, one of those movies was a uh, eighth grade. I was really. Um, I wanted to see that. Bo uh, Berman. Oh yeah. 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 It's a uh, direct and directed and uh, written by Bo Burnham. I think it's a uh, his first. I think it's his first feature. Um, yeah. When I was watching the trailer for this, I thought that it would be like a. Um, it looks like a like a ladybird, except uh, a little bit uh, younger, I suppose. I guess I'll go ahead and read the uh, synopsis. Uh, a teenager tries to survive the last day of her disastrous eighth grade year before leaving to start high school. Um, it stars Elsie Fisher, who plays Kayla, and uh, Josh Hamilton, whom I really like, is plays her dad. And uh, there's a bunch of other kids in this. Um, not really anybody notable, I guess. <laughs> These other fucking I mean, kids. There's, you know, there's a bunch <laughs> of non-factors. There's just a bunch of kids. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie was uh, really interesting. Um, it follows Kayla. She's a she's a star of the movie. She um, she's like an introverted eighth grader that uh, that desperately wants to live like the lives that she sees on social media. Um, I think um, I think that that movie I think that the movie is really interesting in that way that it shows like Generation X and their association and relationship with social media. She's pretty much a typical kid in every in every way, except um, she has like this overwhelming anxiety problem and she has a pretty antisocial personality. Not necessarily that she despises socializing or talking to her. Um, uh, classmates she just kind of lacks the c- capacity to like project herself outwardly uh, she lives at home uh, josh hamilton like i said plays her dad and he's pretty much a typical dad in most respects he um is he a cool dad yeah he's pretty cool he's pretty funny and like um josh hamilton is always like i don't know like charming and shit that he is he, he just seems like a cool dude um Hang out with him. yeah i like him I a lot beer. yeah he just seems like he's a cool dude <laughs> 
and he he's he's pretty much the same in this movie. He tries to connect with her like like any any dad would, I suppose, but and try to relate to her life. But she's sort of built like that uh like a like a teenage barrier or something in front of her. You know how teenagers do. Yeah. They like they yeah, get cool. them. They're, you know they're too cool to talk to their parents. So um <laughs> yeah, that, there's that sort of relationship happening, and we don't learn much about the mother. Uh, she's absent. That's all you really know, but you don't know why until like the end of the movie. But um, yeah, her absence like doesn't influence the story or or uh, the characters to a Dang, to a, a major degree. Yeah, um, she's just not in the movie. So uh, okay, she's just not around. She's like out of their lives. Um, yeah, as you see in like the the trailer, she like uh she considers herself something of a YouTuber. So she has a channel that she kind of meticulously maintains, like posting videos very often. Um, they're typically about um, like challenges that the normal person would have, especially like someone uh, in her position, a teenager, like uh, videos about like, like self-help videos about like putting yourself out there and, and stuff like that. Um, being like a much more positive and confident person. But there's a lot of irony in that because she's not that person at all. She just <laughs> pretends to be that way you know through uh, through YouTube. I think that's half of YouTube right now because uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think like, I think Bo Burnham obviously knows that as well, and I think that that's a really interesting interesting ob- observation. And I think that that was just a uh, it's a it's a pretty smart choice to uh, to uh, give that to her character. Would you subscribe to her channel? I'd like and subscribe. Uh, I, I don't would? think so. And comment, and comment I mean, below. It's it's a it's a <laughs> advice coming from a thirteen year old. So I mean, inherently, like how, how great is it going to be anyway? I mean, damn man. man. I mean, it's a thirteen year old. What a is wise man can learn from anyone? Yeah, there we go. I can, Facts. I mean, you can learn think, things that not things that don't help you in your life. I think uh, wise people in R. Kelly would agree that age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> Perhaps. I think uh, this movie, for the most part, is pretty plotless. It's, it just follows Kayla and her quest to um, to look for acceptance, acceptance among people in her life and then people online. She doesn't necessarily, like I said, she's very antisocial and very anxious. So she doesn't really connect with her, with her classmates on, on that sort of level. So she's like searching for acceptance and these other places, and I think it's a pretty like honest and uh, sincere look at at the condition, I guess, or like the worldview of a child. She like looks to the world for like guidance and like a reference point for like uh, normality for how to live life. But all she have is all she has is the internet, and you know how trapping the internet could be right, this so yeah. Old. yeah i find myself on like a youtube rabbit hole i'll be on yeah. youtube for like hours so, and i don't even notice yeah. i wake up and i'm like Fuck yeah me. like so like youtube and like instagram and facebook like all that stuff like we're like adults at this point like social media came on pretty late for us but think about it from the perspective of like a, a like a teenager or like a preteen that's like still forming and still developing they're very like impressionable obviously and they learn a lot like how to act, how to treat others through social media. So I think this is a really interesting movie because it explores that to a degree and how, like how, um, how they can develop and like in this generation under, under this different type of media. Yeah. That's wild. Really quickly. Um, you said she has a, like a social media YouTube channel, right? Are, are her peers aware of her channel? 
Or do they follow her at all? Bro? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, uh, <laughs> no. They they, they like, uh, like what's she talking about, there, dude? <laughs> there's some shots of uh there's some shots of like a YouTube channel and stuff like that and like they go over the videos and they always say like no views or like one or two views. Jeez. Stuff like that. So I don't think anyone really knows that she makes the videos. That's brutal. They just yeah, see just her bad market. Yeah. She's not she's not going social enough yeah. trying to promote her work. On the uh in the trailer, you uh there's actually a clip of her where they she gets voted for uh, the quietest in the class. So they always think she's some uh, weird girl that just doesn't talk at all. Um, I don't know. Her character is super uh, super familiar. I don't know. It's probably very familiar and uh, endearing for a lot of people because you see yourself in her like when you were growing up, obviously. I think Definitely. Bo Burnham did a good job with that, um, writing like a believable character and character that people could connect to and see themselves in. She... She uh she did a really well really a great job too the actress I think she was a very honest and um like accurate portrayal of a thirteen year old I mean I think she is thirteen but um it seemed very natural and she seemed very comfortable in that role it was kind of impressive actually um but yeah I think it's uh I think you feel for her and I think that's the strongest part of this movie it's like there's like a generational disconnect because we're older than she is but um i don't know this movie still like evokes like those feelings of being a child and knowing what it's like to like just want to be accepted by yeah. by everybody um no I've, and yeah. trying to figure out who you are so um i thought this was a pretty good fucking movie um i'm honestly impressed I, like i've always liked bo burnham but i didn't know he was capable of stuff like this this level of uh yeah it's a really it up huh yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, I think I'd give it a, a four out of five, a strong four out of five. Ooh, damn. Can I uh, pre-rate this a 4.2 out of five? You can definitely pre-rate. Okay. We do this on the show. Cool. We don't do that. <laughs> I pre-rate stuff all the time. Go for it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it's a great movie. I think I could I think I think could recommend this for pretty much anybody. I think, it, I think everyone will find something there. Second date movie worthy or what? Yeah, definitely second date movie. How about first date? I would say first date as well. Ooh, it's right. um, right. it's a yeah for any any number of dates you're on. I think this is an appropriate movie. A last not a, date, not not a last date. Yeah. A last date. <laughs> a Wait, last how, do you, date. how do you plan the last date? Hey, if you know it's your last date, you probably shouldn't go to the movies <laughs> exactly. anyway. Kind of get yeah, you can kind of feel it out. Because <laughs> there's no talking in theaters, and I think you're going to do a lot of talking. A lot of talking. <laughs> She's like, yeah. "What the fuck you mean?" I'm Speaking like, "Speaking of theaters, is it still in theaters?" Yeah, I just yeah, I just saw it like uh two days ago. Right. It just came out, I think. Oh cool. Uh Steve, you wanna talk about the green room? Yeah, I mean I guess. I mean you guys want me to talk about green room? I think I can do that. Uh yes. So uh last week I briefly mentioned that I started watching Green Room and then for some reason I just like put on movies and then people come over and then I'm like, Well fuck, I can't watch this movie now. So that's exactly what happened. Actually, that happened uh, 4th of July. You were watching 40 Days and Nights. I'm like, cut this bullshit. We're watching like four, Super Bad. Four, 40, 40 Days and Nights? Yeah. Oh, 40. Oh. Yeah, that was definitely the name of the movie. You were no, no. I thought I thought for some reason I instantly went to 30 Days and Night, and I thought it was like a sequel to 30 Days and Night. So I'm like, 40 Days and Night? I don't remember that movie. So what uh, were you watching? 40 Days and Night? 40 Days. 4th of July. Uh, 
And it was uh, the Josh Hartnett movie where he, he doesn't want to have have sex or masturbate. Like 40, for 40 days, days and 30 or something nights. It yeah. is 40 yeah. days and nights. 40 days yeah. and 40 nights. Yeah, 40 yeah. days and 40 nights. I said it. Yeah, he got it right. I just got confused for a second. No, I actually saw that actress in a coffee shop. Really? Yeah. We were talking about that actress. Where where's she been? Does she still look fine? I, she I, saw in, I saw her in the Berg, though. Really? Yeah. People call it the Berg? A lot of people do, I feel. I mean, I, I think. No, I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> Let's start that. <laughs> We should. Trendsetters. Yeah, let's go to the Berg tonight. All right, I like that. Uh, I guess movie. Uh, so, as I briefly mentioned... Are you talking about Shannon Sossaman? Yeah. You can't get this movie off her. It's like... I mean, we could talk about her if you guys want to talk about it a little bit. the movie. Yeah. What did she... I got it. She's cool. She... Uh, What's her name? Shannon what? She was in... Shannon Sossaman. Laws was of a, Attraction, right? Yeah, yeah. Rules of Attraction. She was in Harvey told me to watch that movie. He said it's a weird movie. Was she sister, bro? Huh? Was she the sister? What movie am I thinking of? Rules of Attraction? Yeah. That's when the brother and sisters have sex with each no, other. Right? No, it's Cruel Intentions. No. Oh, same thing. Same. Uh, I thought you were saying <laughs> The Dreamers. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, Green Room? I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Green Room? How, how do you guys pronounce this this, uh, this man's last name? I, I don't want to... I'm not sure. Jeremy Solnier? Solnier? Solnier. Yeah. It's French. Oh, this sounds French. It means learn French. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking read a book. <laughs> uh, and starring uh, the late and great Anton Yelchin. Uh, we have uh, the great Patrick Stewart. And then we have uh, Macon Blair. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Macon Blair? Macon? Yeah. Macon? I don't know. It's pronounced Bacon. Bacon Blair. <laughs> bacon Blair. Uh, and just to give a little context of the movie, a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. What's the girl's name? Gemma or... Huh? The girl. Which girl? The the girl. The main girl in the movie. Oh, uh, Imogen Potts? Yeah, Imogen Pete. Or Im- Imogen Potts? Imogen Poots? Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots? Putin? Putin's. <sighs> I love her. No, Wait, she's this, great. This sounds like the precursor to like a warrior film. It's not. It's about a punk rock band who fight off Nazis. Wasn't that what the Warriors are about? No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. They were a gang fighting off other gangs. Well, I mean, they're a punk rock band no, fighting off a no- Nazi a, gang. Punk a rock gang. band is a gang to me. Have you ever seen them in a collective together? In a collective? <laughs> see them in a, a group? Right. You sound like an old man right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well... So, I guess we can keep this uh, short and sweet, uh, since I briefly talked in the last episode. Uh, I finished it. I fucking loved it. I think it is a simple idea, but it's brilliantly executed. Uh, I actually kind of spent this whole week kicking myself in the ass for not watching it sooner, because I do love his last film, Blue Ruin. Mm -hmm. And I remember kind of stumbling upon that film, and I was like, holy shit, whatever he comes out with next, I need to see it. He has an affinity for naming uh, his films after colors. Yeah. It's a part of his, well, it's a part of his, uh, what is it called? Clusterfuck trilogy. Red Door is the next one, huh? No. Well, well, the first one was Murder Party, and then there's Blue Ruin, and then there's Green Room. And then he's coming out with a new one that's like the, the light side of dark or some, I don't know. I'm probably getting that wrong completely, but it's like, again, kind of plays with that spectrum or that, that idea. Uh, but no, I instantly fell in love with just like kind of like the opening shots of this film. The cinematography, I think, is like just brilliant. Uh, I love just that overall, like that tone of the film. It has this, like, I think it captures like this dirty grunge 
this overall look that just just inherently works for the film and also overall tone in terms of like like these like crazy bursts of violence that you get uh, so I guess to give a little more information it's just this punk rock band is trapped in the green room and that's why you know it's called green room and they're trying to fight their way out but they're basically encircled by these neo-nazis who are base who are trying to basically get rid of them or keep them quiet because they just witnessed a murder and it, it's like this weird tug of war and you just see I, I think he's I think Jeremy Simonon, he's actually capable of capturing like human stupidity at its finest because throughout this film they're just making the worst mistakes and you're like it's like why are you doing that but as you're thinking about it it's just like it's like if i was in that situation i would probably done the same thing or something completely even like worse you just call yourself stupid well in terms of the situation they're in you know like it's like we always think when watching like horror movies or thrillers like why would you do that but then when you actually put yourself in in their shoes and you understand like all right fight Flight or fight, uh, fight react like right. reaction. You're not, you're, you're, not, you're not really thinking. Exactly. You know, you are just like reacting to what is happening around you, and you know some of the decisions I feel are like super. They're they're natural. They make sense, and I think he's able to capture that with his like with all these like really great performances and all these great like set pieces that he has in the film or like action scenes. Uh, and the one thing I do like as well is that he does this in Blue Ruin. He captures like violence in a very like again realistic i feel way it's not like overly done i feel like certain directors when you're when they're given the opportunities or when they make certain films like this like sometimes they they ham it up and they overdo it i feel like he has this nice balance of like it, it it's not cheaply done but yet it's like kind of grounded and it just just works I, I i love this fucking movie holy shit i i'm kind of really upset that i didn't see this sooner uh i don't i don't know what else i can really say other than like keep praising it for like like different ways it like subverts like genre conventions in terms of like suspense films and like overall performances were great patrick stewart i have to say is just like one <laughs> i think harvey brought it up is like how do they convince this dude to fucking play it like a neo-nazi leader how can you convince like the patrick stewart like from star trek like hey uh do you want to do this and he's just like looks really? at the script like, he's like yeah, really that sure. guy yeah Bald head and all. Yeah. Professor X. Yeah, Professor X is just like... he's like. I think he wanted to get out of those roles for a minute. Probably. Like he was doing he was Professor X. Yeah. He's like, he's basically got pinned to those characters. Yeah. And he's just like, I want to do something completely out of nowhere. Wow, he's really been doing sci-fi for most of his career. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I would say so. No. Uh, fuck, I mean, if we got to rate it, man, this shit's like perfect. It's... Uh, it's hard for me to really say it's like a horrible movie and there's nothing I really can say that I didn't like about it. Uh, and it's like the music as well. I have to really give a, a shout out to like the whole certain, certain movies you can kind of see like, Oh, they, they drew, they didn't, they have to get someone else to put to do the music. So it doesn't sound like legit or doesn't feel natural. But like when they're on stage performing, it seems like super legit. Like they were actually playing and you know, it, it, it was really cool. Uh, I'll say this shit's like easily a five, man. I fucking loved it. Nice, straight nice five that. bomb. Fuck, man. Do you guys put like uh, do anything for a straight five movie? No, we should. I want to start getting like alarms on the, on the on the board. We can all do I the macarena. We can definitely that do that. Sounds cool. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> like when you hit a five, it's like a. Like a <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel six, 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 about six. that, honestly. Why? He gave Under the Skin a three and a half. I don't. 
Um, under the skin. It's all about. Did that get, did that get under your skin? It, it kind of did. Sean, you uh, you got anything <laughs> else you want to talk about? I'll talk about three movies very quickly. Three movies very quickly. Yeah. I said no one okay. ever. Um, okay, so I'll just, I'll give you the names of the movies, and I'll. I know we're running. I want names, initial impressions, or not just just overall impressions. Okay, really and quick. And the score. I watched Disobedience. Uh, directed by Sebastian Lillio, who did uh, last year's Fantastic Woman, who uh, wasn't a big fan of. This movie, however, is much better than that movie. Um, I think that the exploration in this movie is a little bit more intense, and I think it's just more dramatic. Um, but for me, that this movie is all about the performance of the three uh, leads. We have Rachel Weisz, Rachel McAdams, and the wonderful... I would say this is his best role to date. It's incredible. Just watch this movie for this for this guy's role towards the third act. It's so fucking good. I watched it like three times. If you guys watch the movie, you'll know what scene I'm talking about. Uh, Alessandro Nivola. He's best known for... Um, he's. He, I would describe him, describe him as that guy in Jurassic Park 3 that stole the eggs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he flies down from the, with the parachute. Uh, his role in this movie, he plays... Uh, an Hasidic, uh, Hasidic um, rabbi, and his wife is uh, Rachel McAdams, who is just basically exploring her sexuality with a uh, childhood best friend, Ra- Rachel Weisz. Um, there is a brief, intense sex scene, but it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's the centerpiece of the movie, what a lot of people are talking about. I would say the the main crux of the movie is that conversation in the third act. Um, I won't give too much away with that, but um, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I would say it's good, but not great. Uh, I give it a three out of five. I also got uh, the movie has a French name, but the English name is "The Night Eats the World" or "La Nuit uh, Devour," and it is a French zombie apocalypse movie, and it stars uh, oh, who I'm a big fan of, Anders. Dantelian, who was also in Oslo and um, Reprise. I'm a big fan of this dude. So this movie is about a guy who goes to a party um, of an ex-girlfriend's house. Try he, he goes there to collect some items that she accidentally took from him when they separated ways. And he gets a little too drunk at the party, falls asleep in one of the rooms, wakes up in classic zombie fashion. And the world has been overrun by zombies. And he has to protect himself, so he traps himself in this apartment building and he's just trying to survive and he's a raging drum playing uh survivor pretty much all he's doing to kill his time is stock up on food and play the drums apparently he was a musician but he's playing drums in the worst environment every time he plays the drums the zombies comes to the, the door and he has to like run away and shit so he's not the best or smartest person in this situation but it's just fun to follow him around and see what his decisions are i give that movie a three out of five as well I would recommend it to people who are into zombie movies. Uh, what else I got here? I can watch. I can watch zombie movies. I got. What do I got? What do I got? I got The Devil's Doorway. Um, this was this came out last week. It is a found footage horror movie. And it's about two priests who uh, work for who works at the Vatican goes to a a uh, home for fallen women, and they're trying to investigate a claim that. Uh, a s- statues were bleeding from the eye and they're trying to scientifically and 
basically scientifically debunk it. When they get there, they find out that this place actually has a doorway to the to hell. And all this crazy shit happens. The weirdest thing about this movie is that it's meant to take place in the 60s, but this person's wheeled in like a Super 8 camera. Like it's a fucking like handheld Sony A7S or some shit like that. It's pretty funny. And those cameras are not like the most com- comfortable to hold to hold back yeah. in those days. But uh, I would say this, I would recommend this movie. It does have some very creepy imagery. The story is all, not all that great. It's kind of cliche and it's a bit unoriginal where it ends up towards the end. But it does have those moments where it kind of startled me a bit. And uh, I for for anything, I would say the sound design and the set piece in this movie, I would give a five out of five just for those things. But the movie itself, I would probably just give it a two and a half. I think it lacked originality. I think they could they had a lot of room there to do something a little bit more intriguing with the plot. Um, what else do I got? Um. That's it. That's it for me. I think. Yeah, that's all. Are you sure? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. I got one more. That's right. uh, that's a lot of movies for one week. Yeah, yeah, it was a long week. Was a ton, bro. Was a four or five movies. It was like five. Yeah. That's impressive. Jeez. Um, Didn't do much. Yeah. Okay. I I watched one more movie. I'll talk about it briefly, but um, I know Shoma watched it as well, so I think I'll just uh, join Shoma for like a a little longer. Uh, talk about it next week. Go. Cool. Um, uh, we'll see if Shomo's on. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." It's a um, documentary about uh, about uh, Mister Rogers, obviously Mister Fred Rogers, the evangelist. Uh, your, your boy. Yeah, the evangelist pastor that had the uh, long running Mister Rogers uh, television show for was a pastor. Yeah, he was. A, yeah, he definitely gives off pastor vibes. Yeah, I believe the show ran from like nineteen uh, nineteen sixty eight or something to two thousand two thousand one, something like that. Um, he's a re- he is the reason that PBS uh, was awarded funding from the government in the in the in the seventies. Um, yeah, he's a pretty important dude. I used to watch him fucking like, twice a week, every day. I have. A lot of fond memories of that show. He's the one that introduced like uh, lamb chop, right? Lamb chop? No. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say about Mister Rogers? Um. Yeah. From like, uh, it starts like from the beginnings of uh Mister Rogers' career, and uh, like through the pinnacle of the show through the seventies and um, and uh, on to the end of his life. Uh, it sort of highlights the difference between. Mr. Rogers and uh, every other, every other uh, like children's television personality, especially back in the days and the and also like the television shows targeted towards children and how Mr. Rogers was really really uh, radical in his thinking about child development and and uh, entertainment for children and that he proved that you didn't need to be uh, flashy and um, and uh, include crazy explosions in action and wild colors and stuff in, in your programming for children to pay attention and be engaged and for them to love them. And, oh, man, uh, I, I was hooked on Dragon Ball Z. That uh, shit got all really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a really beautiful documentary. I'll say that. And um, I don't really want to spoil anything. I'll just talk about it more next week. But um, it's definitely a five out of five for me. Um, it's a... Uh, 
it's like a really really um good piece on a pretty incredible dude and uh just it completely completely um humanizes him to a degree not that mr rogers ever had a problem with with the displaying himself and showing himself as being a caring human it's just a it's a really really great documentary um yeah five out of five Nice. Yeah. See this. You guys want to? Uh, you guys want to talk about blind spotting? Yes. I guess so. All right. Listen to this clip. Sailboat. Get your artisan sailboat. Platinum seaworthy. Sailboat. Nauticals included. You ain't never gonna sell this boat, bruh. Uh, hey, Colin. Who braided your hair between yesterday and today? Hmm? I, um, Val came over to mom's house and she braided it for All right, all right. Air out. What is your problem with Val? Val is a disloyal bitch. When you were in jail, did she put money on your books? Uh, did she come visit you even one time at Rita while you were locked up? Because I'm pretty sure I went two times a week, 45 minutes each way, $500 on your book on day hey, one. she talked to me on the phone. How gracious of her to have called you once. And what did you want to talk to you about? About changing up your lifestyle? Changing up your ways? You're not a thug drug dealer? You went to jail on a fire technicality. Did I? Yes! How are we supposed to know that hipsters are so flammable? All right, that was a nice clip. Everybody enjoy it? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I laughed and cool, cried. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Blind Spotting. It's uh, directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada. Uh, here's the synopsis. Colin must make it through his final three days of probation for a chance at a new beginning. He and his troublemaking childhood best friend Miles work as movers, and when Colin witnesses a police shooting, the two men's friendship is tested as they grapple with identity and their changed realities in the rapidly gentrifying neighborhood they grew up in. All right, what did you think of Blind Spotting? Patrick. Right. You are the guest. So, uh, seeing as I'm first, uh, First, shout out to Shomo for not being here and uh, not being part of his own production. You've given like three shout outs. Give- Just talk about Blind Spotting. <laughs> well, I must say that uh, it, it kind of falls into these uh, satirical Oakland-centric uh, movies that are recently coming out. I must say that uh, Blind Spotted. Blind Spotted. Blind, Blind Spotted? Blind Spotted. <laughs> Blind you watched something else. I was on a roll. <laughs> that sounds actually, like, actually, I am on a roll. That sounds like a radar for like women. Blind Spotted. Blind Spotted. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to do something fancy with alliteration. I was going to say Blind Spotting had me blindsided. Because it was definitely a breath of fresh air and definitely did not expect it to go that deep. Pause. Okay. No homo. So what did you think? Yeah, what's what's your thoughts on that? Um, I like movies like this. It's in the same vein for me as Sorry to Bother You, although not so whimsical, a little bit more serious. And um, the the dreamlike sequences that uh, Colin has as he's running. Yeah. Is that a little bit too deep for the... Anyway, um, no. yeah, like it was really cool. It was definitely not what I expected, but in the best way. Would you have uh, gone to see this movie if it wasn't for the podcast? Probably not. No? No. That's okay. why I got a shout out to Shomo in the first place. 
So you like the movie? So. Yeah, I definitely like the movie. It, it it touched on like everything that's hot topic right now, like gentrification and just like police brutality and how like you can be like uh, like as a, a brown boy or like a, <laughs> a colored folk, you can mm-hmm. be affected by the police even like just in any type of interactions with them. Right. Yeah. This um this is an interesting movie. I didn't realize um that it would be uh like a socially satirical movie in any sense i thought it was a i thought it was just like a straight up like comedy um like maybe like a like a crime comedy yeah i thought it was along those lines but yeah, it was much different than that than i anticipated um yeah it's it's interesting that so many movies are being uh I don't know if it's even so many. It's just I think it's like a string of movies that have just taken place in Oakland for some reason. I'm not. Re- I'm not really. About it? I think it's I just think, a conversation yeah, around I think, that place. Yeah, right I think now. people are recognizing because there have been like massive changes in Oakland in recent years. So I think people are just recognizing that that's happening, and they're pointing it out. People that have maybe grown up in Oakland, or I don't know, yeah. uh, just uh, love the city or something. Right. I think they're just uh, they want to highlight what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I mean, gentrification has been happening for like a long time, but it's just at this point, it's getting too. I think it's just it's just coming to a head, like just everything that's happening in terms of just like pushing people out, and you know, it's just you know, prices keep going up, but the fucking jobs don't get any. You know, you're not even the people who work for these big tech companies. Think about it, like most of them probably don't. You know, like I'm I'm pretty sure I was like looking up an article and it says like two thousand dollars for just a studio. Just yeah. a fucking studio. So it's just like it affects everyone at a major level, especially the poor and people who are trying to reinvent themselves. And like, and I think that's what the, I think the great thing about this movie, I think it touches on that, like trying to figure out who you are in this brave new world. You know, you, you know, you grew up being one way and you're trying to fit in and trying to change who you are. But then regardless of what you do, it's how other people perceive you. And that's what really matters at the end of the day. So, yeah. And I think this movie touches upon that a lot. Like, and I, I enjoyed uh, uh, Raphael Cassell. His uh, what was his name in the movie? Miles. Miles. Yeah, Miles's character a lot because he he seems like he was always trying to prove something. To at the end of the day, is like it didn't matter, you know, because people perceive you as you know some white guy, like trying to like they think that you're trying to fit in, but they don't know that you were born here, like that you've been through shit and you've had your own struggles. And the same thing with uh, God. Why am I forgetting everyone's name? I think his name is. I, I know. I know they're a fucking actor's name. Ravid. I just uh, yeah, David uh, Diggs or Diggs. Yeah. yeah, and and same thing with him, where he's like, you know, you know, he's trying to like be a better person, but at the end of the day, he was never a bad person to begin with. You know, he just made a mistake. And again, it's just. I think it's all about perception. I think this movie's big on that, like how you see things. For sure. Uh, and I honestly, man, I was like laughing a lot to this movie, man. They just hit a lot. They just hit a lot of points that are just, and I found it super funny because not to, this movie's about race kind of like relations as well and how people interact and gentrification. I'm watching this, mind you, in a Jellica theater, you know, like, and like, you know, majority of the people there were just like, like older white people. 
And I'm like laughing at all this shit. And my theater wasn't, you know, there was a few people laughing at some of the like the the parts we were talking about, like the green juice shit. Yeah. And I'm like dying after that. And I like I'm one of the only few people laughing at that shit. And I think it's like pointing at them, like is like this is you know this kind of like idea or concept of what you're bringing into this world. And these are the people that are being really being affected by it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was I was laughing, man. I was just I had a great time. I really enjoyed this. I think, and, and, and you know, one thing I did also enjoy was it had this element of that I wasn't expecting, but has this like mute. I wouldn't say musical, but I, I felt the same way. I love that. I was just yeah. like I wasn't expecting it, and when it was there, it just worked. I felt like it just gave this extra energy to the movie. That without it, you know, I th- I think it still would have been a good film, but I really thought it added. A little bit more to it you know brought an extra layer of energy that and like whimsicalness i guess you can say to otherwise very serious story i, I think uh yeah i think it makes some of that stuff like more digestible yeah exactly but at the same time it also um it even mentions that too yeah it also yeah it's yeah, sounds better. yeah it sounds better when when, when rap, rapping yeah um it also like brings this element of um of um i don't know using like this things that thing that is I don't know, pretty culturally, um, I don't know, sensitive to to a degree, like rap, uh, a lot of, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to be general, but uh, like a lot of uh, people that aren't of color don't understand rap, like things aren't like in the 80s or anything, but there's still a lot of people that really don't understand rap, and I think that this gives uh, like a perspective and um, an experience, and, and it tells it through rap, and it makes it like, um, I don't know, it's like a uh it's some satire i like right, that for sure no. i just want to touch on one point have you guys ever experienced that like like how they captured that scenes with some of the rapping there which you're just with your buddy and you just start to break out a rap it was kind of nostalgic for me because it's definitely happened in my life where you yeah. rapped with your friends yeah just yeah. like doing monotonous things right where you just or laborious things no i've, and just I've definitely yeah my cousin is in is in the music industry so I definitely like kind of grew up around that, especially with him and his friends always right. hanging out, and they would just start like rap out of nowhere, like it just kind of just happens. My yeah. brother would force me into ciphers; it was great. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been known to drop a couple bars. Hey, but, it's been uh, hot fire. <laughs> no, I've actually never experienced that. I've oh. never met anybody that rapped around me. Okay. Um, uh, I. I had a lot of fun with these two guys. Uh, I find it interesting that this movie was actually there's a element of the rapping in this movie, and there's also something similar in uh sorry to bother you and this movie was actually shot the same exact time in the same locations as uh, uh sorry to bother you which is funny you're talking about that earlier patrick how all these movies are shooting around oakland right and they're uh the oakland's kind of like a centerpiece for these stories but the trailer of this movie i saw the trailer a couple times and i was interested in it and i feel like what we got in the trailer is a completely different movie. I thought this movie was going to re- revolve around this person witnessing a crime and him going through all the moral um, ramifications of like what he should do, especially in this time yeah. frame that he has this probation yeah. to get over. I, I like the fact that they didn't do that. Though. Right. I That's what I was getting did. at. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, movie had surprised. so many layers to it that was not presented in the trailer at all. The rap and stuff, the musical elements, the dream sequences, everything was just well done even like the running joke of like the green juice you mentioned all that stuff was super effective the dramatic moments in this movie just really hit me hard as well Mm -hmm. like everything with the main character collins's character i thought was super well written apparently this movie took nine years to write 
Oh wow. Nine fucking years to write this movie. And you can see that the the story progresses into different layers of like what's currently happening within the last decade. Uh, we have social issues in terms of like race, gun violence, uh stereotypes and gentrification. Um yeah. I, I'm I'm not too knowledgeable on Oakland. I didn't even know Oakland was being gentrified in the way that you're talking about, like two thousand dollars for a room. No, it's it's happening all across like San Francisco, and and it's like it's getting to the point where I mean it's encompassing the whole like area. the whole bay. Yeah, the whole bay area is uh-huh. being affected. Like people are like I was talking to this Harvey, and I don't want to bring it up for like time's sake, but it was this video that I watched where like people working two jobs got to live out their fucking like cars. Yeah, and That's, they're like they're blue collar workers. They're blue collar the workers. Yeah, like blue collar workers. These motherfuckers are not even like working like crazy ass jobs. They have to work two jobs and they still live out their car. Or some people yeah. have to live out in like people like people's like garages and shit. Do they at least have SUVs? What are we talking about? We're, I mean, there was one person that was getting interviewed that was like sleeping in a fucking like compact. Jeez. Yeah. So I mean, like it's serious out there. Like it's like it's getting to a point where like the bubble's gonna burst. Like, and what you're doing is not you're hindering. You, it's not helping what you're doing. Yeah, gentrification, I think, brings a lot of, like, obviously, it, it, it overall, like, you see it and you're like, oh, it's not bad, but what you're doing is, you're could harm. People out. Yeah. yeah, you're harming more, more, uh, you're harming the people who already been there. Would you guys draw a similarity, or, like, would you say the Bay, like, Oakland is akin to, like, Brooklyn is now? Yeah, like, like Williamsburg years. is, like, yeah. is, like, I would, from what I last heard, I don't want to, people quote on me but i'm pretty sure it's like the most second most expensive place to live mm-hmm. in the, in the u.s Jeez. um like that, it's getting up there man i wanted to finish up on the movie i'm so sorry no that's cool i was saying that um so one thing i really enjoyed about this movie is that we do have all these things being presented uh as i mentioned before but really the movie is just about two friend childhood friends hanging out yeah. like we kind of see like his life throughout these three days in full him waking up going to his friend's house to pick him up going to work doing a job hanging out at night and that's what the movie is about but these things are happening to them almost like in friday yeah definitely yeah but not friday. so wacky a little bit more grounded uh i would say not not surreal either it's just i don't know i think it just it was a lot of fun just watching these two characters uh i would say the character miles was my favorite he kind of won me over within the first like five minutes of him speaking <laughs> Because I feel like we've we met a lot of man, men I, like I this. Definitely know yeah. someone that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I read a little trivia on it when we were bullshitting earlier. Apparently, his character was based off a person that walked across the set on the first day of shooting. Yeah. Which makes me think, like, what was the character before they see yeah. this guy? Like, they had a whole full movie written. <laughs> so I don't I know. I think probably the way he looked and the probably some like aesthetic things. He probably he said something. He probably said some shit like, "What are y'all doing in Oakland?" It's like some type of shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah. He That's probably cool. saw them as. He probably asked them I where mean, where their grandma stayed or where their mom stayed. stayed. <laughs> where your grandma stayed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I th- I definitely agree with uh, everything you said, and um, I like the structure of the movie. It's um, like you said, there's these dream dream sequences woven into like them just bullshit and hanging out with you, hanging out with each other, and then trouble seems to creep up on them, even though they're not necessarily looking for it. Um, the movie for the most part is plotless, which I also like it gives them, I think it gave like the director a chance to really explore their lives in detail and, and show what these people go through and, um, put a voice like behind the actions. There's a lot of time, a lot of times, um, 
these dudes are very much like the people that you, I don't know, that you think of when you think of like native people being pushed out by gentrification and people typically consider them to be not only lower class people, but people that can be dangerous in some sense. And that's not always the case. They're, they can be like good people, like uh, what Colin is trying to be. But uh, due to circumstance and due to uh, misfortune, they become labeled as uh, thugs and uh, yeah, just uh, people uh, that you don't want around and uh, living in your neighborhood. And yeah. I think uh, I think this did a good job of like humanizing those people and and uh, giving them a voice. Right. I don't know. I, I think this movie is definitely relatable, especially for some of us who like live in New York and remember like. New York back then and even back then it still was like slowly being like taken over and gentrified but like New York like when I was a kid was completely different from what it is now for you know sure. for sure like even just back then you know I was like I always talked to my dad about that shit because he lived in New York his like whole like young life and it's just like you know he tells me stories and then also just like being around my family you know they all lived in Brooklyn they all know what it's like and they're just like they had to get out. They're like, yeah, we live in Queens now. It's cheaper. It's, you know, you're away from all like the bullshit, you know, because over there it's just, you pay more and you get less. And, you know, it, it's just interesting just seeing that perspective. It's like, it's not like they don't like people that are not from here, but it's just like, that's all that there is. And you kind of see a little bit of a, I don't think hate is the word, but a little bit kind of like, like they're, you know, a little bit of like, Resent? resentment yeah that's the word the resentment like it's just like you know like you know transplants as they use in the whole uh, in blind spotting they call them transplants and like, that's actually one thing i do like a lot about the uh, this movie is that we follow these two characters who are who have been there their whole life and they're looking at it from their point of view seeing all these people come in and i think it's funny if, uh, i was thinking about it the, the one scene in the movie where they go to the party and it's basically like a hipster party and i'm like and i'm thinking like i relate more to the hipsters because so <laughs> i've never been in an area where i saw gentrification coming in okay. i've always you know we're transplants for the most part i don't know i mean i guess i just i think it's because i spend so much time here especially in brooklyn growing up as a kid and right. like Damn. like ridgewood like ridgewood like even here and like you know so like yeah definitely i moved away and then came back but i i don't know but like you weren't you don't feel the effects though of, as these two oh yeah do. no there's people you know my family got out before then they definitely moved moved to queens right. and shit but You're, yeah yeah but yeah i do like that that uh point of view in this movie i can definitely relate because like I, I grew up i spent like half my life at like a uh, flatbush area right so uh returning after <laughs> spending high school it's weird right before, still the hood yeah it's still the hood but the the hood has this new crepe shop that, crepe right? <laughs> <laughs> so like i can definitely relate to oh, speaking there. of patrick are you into crepes uh now i am bro there's a new crepe shop that opened up on my street yeah and it's from this guy who came from Brittany, france Apparently he like trained under like a celebrity chef, and we tried the crepes. I hate crepes, dude. This shit was the best thing I've ever in my life. We should all <laughs> gentrification as far as he's getting yeah. all of us. We should all go to his crepes. I swear to God, I swear by it. You know what? We should go to the hood pancake spot and stop playing, bro. How about crepes. that? Crepes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Do the right crepes. Crepes. <laughs> crepes. Okay, yeah. So We're gonna crepe walk over there. <laughs> but yeah this movie took me by surprise i wasn't really yeah. expecting much yeah. it kind of looked like a filler to me in a way yeah 
Uh, anything before Mission Impossible <laughs> was a filler to me. I just, just waiting on that. Yeah. Wait, segue. Do people really watch Mission Impossible? Oh, movies yeah. Like yeah. That? Am yeah. I the only one that don't That's... think Tom Cruise is like a, a good actor? Or what? He's a great actor. Tom Cruise is a good actor. Don't let his action movies stray you from like him as an actor. He's a great actor. What other movies has he done other than that? <sighs> Yeah, man, you about on, to man. you about to get like actually. Homework. Should, I'm about to get a the topic that I had mentioned. Next week, learn. <laughs> <laughs> next week, I'll get into it. Yeah, he's gonna get real into it. Eyes wide shut, man. Eyes wide shut. All the right moves. Risky business. Mm-hmm. You guys are blind spotting me right. Minority now. report. Okay. Um, Minority report. Was there, good, bro. Tropic did, of Thunder. I didn't want to mention um, <laughs> uh, some slight cl- criticisms. Uh, I'm not. I I do love the dynamic between the two actors, and I like uh, the characters for the most part. Uh, however, I don't. Uh, there's something about Colin that uh, I don't know. There's like this level of uh, authenticity that I think the movie has. I think it feels very authentic and uh, original and honest. But uh, I don't know. There's there's just something about his character that I find uh, it's, he's not very compelling, and I think um, he doesn't quite fit. Um, the character that okay, I think I he's trying see, to portray. I can see what you're saying. I can see that, but like that's he, like. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like saying like. I already, a person from the hood isn't hood. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. That's yeah. not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I mean. Well, he did go from playing Hamilton and Hamilton to this movie. Yeah, he. It's. It's not necessarily no, him feeling hood. It's like uh, I don't know his um, like his charisma and like the uh. The the attitude, it 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 didn't feel like it was there. Not even not even the fact that he's changed over the time from when we see him to the stories that we get about him in the past. I don't um yeah I don't I'm not sure how long he was in jail, but uh, he's only in jail for two months. Yeah, that's what I thought. But it was a year from when we yeah he he got out of jail until we actually see him in the movie. Yeah. So and he did say he changed. They keep talking about how he changed and blah blah blah. But we didn't really know. We didn't get too much of a backstory. Well, that's before, what I'm saying. Right? Like we don't know this character fully from his past, about right. his past and what he's done. Like, we just knew that uh, the incident that happened happened. Yeah, said incident. But I understand what you're saying. That's uh, that's about it. I I liked pretty much everything else about the movie. I think it was uh it was really smart for sure. It was done in a really really well way, and it wasn't uh overbearing or, or super preachy which i liked there's some movies that uh like socially conscious movies when they try to tackle like gentrification they'll um mm-hmm. they'll get very literal with it with, with with their metaphors and um it just ends up being very preachy and um comes off too strong but i think this one was done really smart and it's uh it has some uh some some subtle things there that um are also also very powerful at the same time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Anybody? So from one to Black Panther, what would you give it? <laughs> one to Black Panther. So Black Panther is what a five? Wakanda yeah, basically. forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd give it a... I'd give it a light four out of five. A light four. Transition to Steve. Uh yeah, ending thoughts. Overall, I I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I enjoyed both leads. I actually enjoyed a, 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 the whole cast. To be honest, I thought everyone just did a great job. Uh, I liked the. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but um, 
I forget her name. So polite. Tisha Tisha Campbell. Yeah, Tisha Campbell. Yeah, dude. I didn't recognize her for a second. I'm like, she looked old. Huh? She looked old. Yeah, yeah, she is old. She's gotten pretty old since Martin, but I like her a lot, and I'm and I liked her cameo. That was out of nowhere. I was just like, yo. Yeah, man, just overall, I just had so much fun with these characters. And uh, I, I got to say, I'm definitely going to rewatch this when it you know comes out of theaters. Because uh, honestly, I feel like we should support it. And this movie should get out to more theaters. Yeah. Because so I was talking to my cousin to about it. And he's upset that it's not coming anywhere in Florida. It's not going to be out. Mm. So I'm like, like, we should go out and watch it again if we want to yeah. support it. But uh, I'm definitely going to rewatch this film Uh because I just I, I just enjoyed the whole I enjoyed I enjoyed it so much man it was a lot of fun I, I can highly recommend this to anyone I'd say if you are uh, you swipe right on a socially aware chick uh, this is the perfect movie date movie you, date movie you take her to just this, put it in right? your bio <laughs> you take her to this right and then you take her to you do a double header to sorry to bother you and you take her to the bam right if she's woke she'd fuck with you. Too, too what are you talking about? <laughs> He's breaking down his date night, his yeah. perfect date night. For a woke chick. What was your rating? My rating. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get to that. Uh, I give it, uh, I would easily give this a heavy four. Heavy, heavy four. four, man. Okay. Sean? I loved it. Uh, the ending really hit home for me. Uh, there's something, there's an, uh, a level of authenticity to the whole movie, to that one scene in the very end. And it just was—I don't know—so effective. Uh, oh, that uh, the one, uh, the one in the in the truck. Yeah, I fucking love that part. In yeah, the truck? yeah, the uh, ending. The last, yeah, yeah, that, because that was actually very—I don't know—just that hit it, that hit home as well, or just in general, like, it's like wow, just the re- reconciliation yeah. of the two. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to as well of why I like this movie so much is how surprising it was to me, and how much fun I had. Uh, I'll give it a five out of five. I like it a lot. I was gonna like it a, a lot. I was gonna give it a one, two, three, four, fifth as well. A fifth, nice. Fifth, two fives. My God. Okay. All right. You guys, uh, I think we all know what we're watching next week. Yes, you sir. Yes, sir. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> seeing that we're on given ratings, how would you guys uh, rate my performance this first? Why time you keep asking? Time? I mean, so it's not. It's not over yet. So yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. You can't ask the judges. We have a lot of things to do. In Fortune so. Fire. There's one episode. Um, you just gonna whip out Forge and Fire, where one of the contestants went up to the hosts and asked them, like, "How does this fit in your hand?" And they shunned him. Oh yeah, you can't do that. I don't want to shun you. <laughs> You're gonna shun me like the white dude, yeah. the fucking Andy. Uh, so, office. so next week we're gonna be watching uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, what's the uh, what's the full title? Fall Fallout. Fallout? Yeah. Is it Fallout? It's Fallout. Yeah, it's okay. been 20 Mission Impossibles. How y'all let that's Tom Cruise make the same movie that's actually, every single well, I don't know time. why, because the, it's a, that is like this gold standard for action movies. Because it's actually a gold standard. Like yeah, you, Mission Impossible. I guess you, you've if never you're seen, not watching Mission Impossible, you're I guess you've never up. seen a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, if you're seen talking. it in passing. See, that, there you go. You're yeah. fucking up. You have to actually yeah. sit down and watch it. Yeah, so. You gotta watch You gotta watch it. Motherfuckers can run Thunder too. over Mission Impossible. Start, you need to start. How about this? Don't start from part one. You can start from Ghost Protocol and then just like move. Bro, the, the Ghost Protocol is like part 18. No, yeah, that's not. what I'm saying. It's number four. You could just kind of go from here. It's number four. Yeah. I don't believe that. It is. It, it is. isn't. There's yeah. like 28 Mission no, Impossible. No, there's five. Name all of them. This huh? is the sixth one. <laughs> Mission Impossible <laughs> one. one. Mission Dude. Impossible the remix featuring P. Diddy. 
Rogue Nation was good too. Yeah, Rogue, Nation. Rogue Nation was great, man. I fucking love that. I think my favorite didn't was that Star Prince? Call. Didn't isn't that a Prince movie? Yeah, it is. Um Okay, you guys wanna move on to the topic? Do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we said the topic was. Okay, the topic is um Films fil- that films capture that, nature perfectly yeah, or capture n- nature perfectly or uh I don't know. I think I was just out there uh who uh, weave nature into uh, the story or plot and use it in an interesting way. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I couldn't even finish the question. <laughs> I'll go I want to go first. Better not be blind spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, just really quickly, I just had to say when I heard this topic, uh, just as quickly as I replied, uh, a th- the movie came into my head. It's um, M M M N. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Malik, M. Night Shyamalan, that guy. M- uh, <laughs> Yo, this, they didn't have a joke in blind spotting about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my choice is the happening, right? Because like premise of the movie, something's happening. They have to figure it out before they die. But um, sorry, real quick, remember when that scene? Somebody in the background was like, "I don't like twists." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? The scene in the fucking hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't even like suspense movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, she's like mispronounced M. Night Shyamalan's name altogether. She's, she's like, like Shama- Shama- <laughs> That's exactly what and I like, just like, one did. of the ladies like, I don't like twists. Suspense <laughs> <laughs> kills me. Can't, can't stand it. Anyway, yeah, The Happening was a great movie, and I, I think it utilized. You picked his worst, yeah, not yeah. even just his worst movie, the worst movie. <laughs> I think we have different. I think I think I think movies. that's great that you picked that movie, just because like that's probably the only good thing about that movie. It's the, the nature, the, right? Yeah, like, it, it, it's, it, it's definitely involved in the. In the right. I think it you guys involved. can't have a, a better nature where they a movie where they utilize nature, bro. Nature was killing people, bro. Yeah, but um, I don't know the. You ever got killed by a chrysanthemum? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the, the topic was um, films that capture nature or use it in a in an interesting way. That's interesting as fuck. Getting killed by a flower. And, but how? But how did they kill? But how did the flowers kill people though? Do the do the pollination. I mean, no, <laughs> I don't think it was. Sauce. I don't think. I think. Uh, I think it could have been interesting for sure. But I don't think. Uh, I don't think the happening is a good example All of right, a, Okay, sorry, my bad. A uh, little shop of horrors. <laughs> That's actually Free not bad. <laughs> 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 I gave you that too, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, uh, who wants to go next? Um, I'll pick one. Uh, I have two picks, but I'll, I'll go one first um this is a region of the world where i want to basically retire (laughs) and i just think this movie shoots it beautifully and yes there are two just very rich white people uh and the movie is a good year and it was shot in the province of france in the countryside (laughs) of france and i think that uh really scott did a great crow man it's not just that really scott you know he's he's god Roscoe was the best actor ever. Um, and yeah, I think the the movie was basically sunset lit throughout the entire film, and it just looks beautiful. Just walking around the, the countryside of France, <laughs> picking grapes to make wines, hanging out with some beautiful French girl, having the life. You know, anybody What's it called again? Good year. A good year. It's a I good think, film. It's I a good story. To, I need to watch this. I, mean, I, I like, think you would enjoy this movie. Sounds like it's better than that one movie called Good Time, which is trash. 
You yeah. don't like Good Time, huh? No, I just don't like seeing Shomo happy, and so oh, okay. he just has to shit on him a little bit. Just whenever I can. So that's my number one pick for now. Is it going to change? <laughs> I don't I think... Steve, do you have anything? Real quick, can I comment on how like happy Russell Crowe looks in this? Dude, you should watch this movie, man. He's, he's, I've he's never seen. I've man. never seen the smile on him. It's uncomfortable. Smile? Yeah, he never smiles like in any movie I've seen him in. Damn, I love that movie. It's I think that's photoshopped. <laughs> it got panned, didn't it? It got panned for the wrong reasons. What were the reasons? <laughs> People didn't like it. <laughs> I think that's a good reason. It's probably because his ass is smiling, bro. They're like, "What is this?" Go fight. I go for my Russell Crowe angry. Right. Go on a submarine and just like sulk. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, have a, I have two picks, I guess. Okay. Uh, Let's hear them. Uh, me and uh, Pat were actually talking about this earlier, briefly, and I think this captures nature, or like at least integrates it in a film, and, and I think in an interesting and fun way. And you kind of see it through this director's actual overall work. And it's uh, uh, Miyazaki's uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I mean, he, in interviews, he's been, you know, he's very honest about how the way he, you know, talks about, you know, conservation and like incorporating nature, especially since, you know, growing up, that's it was such a big influence in his life. And I think this movie captures it perfectly, you know, the turning tides of industrialization and how you know deforestation and how we we should try to coexist on the planet and i think this film captures it perfectly my other pick is jumanji jumanji which one kevin hart oh or? just wait i keep forgetting there's a sequel and i we reviewed the sequel and i forgot that sequel oh, exists so it was trash. i didn't see that movie <laughs> i'm talking about like stuff. robin williams jumanji okay <laughs> uh i think i think that was a fun movie but i haven't seen it since i was like 10 but from what I remember, I had a great time. Nice, Harvey. What do you What do you have? Um, it's actually a movie that I've talked about on the podcast already. Uh-oh. But um, the writer, Bad Boys. Yeah, it is the writer. Damn it! Because I remember you talking about like the nature shots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm surprised no one actually went to see this. Uh, I think it made it left theaters pretty early. Yeah, I think it's not in theaters anymore. That's um, that's unfortunate. But it may be on Amazon soon. Um, it's a directed by Chloe Zhao. I don't know who did the cinematography, but it's shot in uh, South Dakota. It's a movie about a you know, cowboy, a young cowboy that sustains, sustains an accident uh, doing rodeo, and he can no longer um, he can no, no longer ride horses. And it's um, it's a really great movie. And I think um, um, I think the like the nature and the and the like the animals grazing the nature, especially the horses, and like how free they are and how wide open the uh, landscapes are and the shots are it kind of um i think kind of mirrors like what's happening inside the uh the rider i don't know if that makes sense i remember but, seeing trailers for that and i'm like oh this looks beautiful but i'm not gonna see this yeah you should have uh you should have checked it out it's um yeah it had like it's some of the best cinematography i've seen in, in the past few years for sure it's i mean i don't know i don't know if that's telling of the cinematographer i'm sure he's probably a talented he or she's probably a, very talented but i don't know like that those landscapes are just so fucking beautiful you could just point a camera in any direction and it would look incredible i feel like i mean but there's some technical shit to a degree but it, it just looks so beautiful that's um I'm interested yeah you've poked my fancy yeah. you, <laughs> check, you guys should check it out it's a, it's a pretty good movie and, uh, it how looks often, beautiful how often do you get your fancy poked a lot i'm easily impressed um <laughs> yeah okay 
Nothing else you guys want to talk about? I got one more pick. Okay. Uh, this is a movie that I cherish. Uh, saw it when I was a child. I think the landscape is beautiful. Uh, shot pretty well fucking good. I like how you uh, hype up your picks before you, you say You got to talk about it, man. The, the story, the, pl- the plot is incredible. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the first movie I cried to. Oh, wow. Um, that movie is... Um, Into the Wild. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, River Runs Through It. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Damn. Yeah, so I fucking good. Hot damn. That was a good scenes, one. Those scenes of like them fly fishing yeah. in the mountains of like, what was that, North Carolina or some shit? You think they got a ticket so fucking too? Good. I'm pretty sure it was like Montana. Montana. Yeah, Montana. Montana. Um. Yeah, it was Montana. The train scenes, the, um, the fields, everything looked great. Streams. The fishing scene was pretty good too. Like them just fly fishing for like thirty minutes straight. It's a good movie. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, another movie that I I I, I hate this movie, but um, it's hitch. it's beautiful. No, it's um, Prometheus. Oh yeah, you're right. Prometheus. Um, that's some of the best. Uh, some of the best shots of like that area I've seen. I have a question. Knowing that. Paradise, not Paradise Lost. That was the other name for the movie. Uh, uh, what they call it? Covenant came out, right? Uh, do you hate Prometheus less now, knowing that that exists, or do you have? Do you still hate Prometheus just as much? I hate, yeah, I hate them both. Both movies. Fun fact uh, for Patrick: uh, they're in my top five movies of all time. Of all time, uh, they're number two and number three. Only uh, second and third to Hitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Follow him on Letterbox. I don't know. I don't know what list. that fuck shit is. Uh, you should no. You should definitely get on this fuck shit. Oh, Letterbox! <laughs> I'd troll the fuck out of everyone. You probably would. <laughs> that's the only thing that's Steve on Steve or uh, Patrick. You guys get any other second? Run-ups? I mean, I already gave my second. What was it? I, I gave my top two. Manji. Oh yeah. Your Little top- shop of horrors oh, and yeah. the happening, bro. I'll throw a third real quick. Yeah, throw a third out it's, there. It's uh, it's basically a make believe land, but I think it looks beautiful. Narnia. No, where the wall things are. Ooh. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Nice. Doesn't look great. You just want to run, camp there, run, run around with your friends. I don't know. I, I think I'll be terrified with the giant fucking muppets running around. The giant muppets, <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> chilling on the beach. Looks great. Yeah, it wasn't a friendly muppet either. It looked like it could tear. It could fuck off, you up. Right? Yeah, <laughs> fucking get your ass good. Fuck around and chomp you. Oh. I think yeah. that's it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. What's our running time? We're at one thirty-four. Oh, not bad. Not that's bad. not bad at all. Let's yeah. play the game. How are we gonna play it? Uh, I'll let's go. Let's mode. go around. The, yes. No, that, no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, he has to roll. Wait, can I? Can I pick for? Show can I that. pick the Show movie? Show that yeah, in the fucking, uh, Let me just pick the movie then. Yeah. Whoever loses has to watch a movie I assign. Collateral Beauty. You already know. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I've already, I've already seen Collateral Beauty. How much did you cry? <laughs> what? <laughs> How much did you cry? Zero. You don't I've have seen a that soul. movie too, actually. What's the other one? Ten pounds. Yeah. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Overrate. That movie was bad. That's a sequel, yeah. man. That's a sequel. Right. Someone's right. gonna let's, get let's this. Just, Will Smith uh, yeah, so we're gonna. I guess we'll play in, in, in a new, interesting way. I guess we'll all roll. Uh, this is rolling of dice. We're gonna roll a twelve-sided die. Patrick's roll doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is Patrick rolling, or well, is he me, picking the movie? Let, I'll okay, pick let Patrick movie. pick a movie. That. <laughs> You thought Collateral <laughs> Beauty was bad. <laughs> we got another oh, one. I'm taking it oh, I mean, back. Wait a minute. I'm so. taking this bitch back. Should Steve pick a movie? Nah, bro. He fuck lost. that. Steve, let me well, pick. Well, we can only really play that if all four of us are yeah. here. Shomo's not here. 
don't know. Okay, man. so you won't we'll roll. When someone's not here, we usually uh, just roll. Yeah. We should cut all, all this out because it's a lot of fluff. <laughs> just let me. Just let me pick uh, the movie. Dude, let... a lot of stuff is getting cut out. Nothing's getting cut out. Everything's just staying. Wait, you didn't I'm like adding just... shit. <laughs> <laughs> added sound effects, air horns, burp, 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 six 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 six. <laughs> all right, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I guess Patrick pick a movie for the loser. All right. Yeah. I, I already got it. I got I, it. I mean, you guys me and, are going to love it. Me and uh, me, Tappy Tom did that. What? When both of you guys were gone. You, they picked the movie? Yeah, Tappy picked the movie That's for me. Celebrity shot. Celebrity shot, yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, this game's called Rolling Up the Dice. Right. It's a 12 name? It's a game where we roll a 12 sided die. Roller of the lowest number gets to watch a movie picked by a roll of the highest number. Usually that's their game. Yeah. Uh, I'm rolling. Roll again. I don't know why I rolled that much. So the lowest roll I get to. I get a ten. That's so funny. You got eleven on my hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. I got two chances to beat that. Out of twelve, it's not gonna happen. Steve got a five. Not looking good. (laughs) Not looking good. Steve, (laughs) you're gonna like the movie I pick. You would love it. Yeah. I don't know how you're gonna find it. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I don't no. like this game. No, no, listen. <laughs> no you listen. don't like it. You're going to love this movie. This Harvey bullshit. was preaching the word years ago. He's I'm like, so, I hate this game. Dude, I'm so deaf. <laughs> listen, this movie's going to be so that good. That movie's back. Oh, another movie. Y'all, y'all ready for this? Fuck it, Patrick will be here. <laughs> Give me a movie. Uh, wow, well, you're not going to watch it? Watch it, please. You have it's, to. It's a fun you movie. You have to. It's a fun right, movie. Bitch, give it to me. <laughs> Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls are easy. Dude, I need serious. That, that sounds familiar, actually. That's an old-ass movie it's featuring old movie. Damon Wayans, bro. They're oh. aliens I've seen this bitch. movie on TV a long time ago. Yeah, bro. They're aliens that shave off their hair, and then uh, they get hoes. There's somebody else in this movie. Who am I thinking Jim of? Carrey. Yes. Jim yeah, Carrey. Yes. I remember this movie. Yeah, bro. It's fun. Okay, fine. I'll watch Earth Girls Are Easy. You'll get. You'll have to listen to my review next week. Nah, bro. Y'all got to have to bring me on, bro. All listen, right. Listen. I'll bring you on to listen, and you can leave. Listen, Gina Davis. I'm a six nine. This uh, podcast right now. This is going to be the most viewed, streamed, listen podcast. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. Um, because I'm going to make bots. Share it to uh, your buddies in the industry. No, I'm just going to make bots to get the view count up on SoundCloud. Yo, can you seriously do that? Just keep doing that, man. Yeah, I can do that. I'm in tech. All right. Um. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, bro, Harvey just wants this shit to be over with. All right. Um, you've left. You've left him razzled. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> Patrick, take the last car episode. <laughs> uh, well, that's racist. There's only one black guy on the bar. Come on. There could oh, only be man. one. All right. <laughs> it's been a. Uh, it's been fun. We are do the right film. It's been something. Yeah, it definitely um, has been something. Leave, leave us a comment on Patrick's performance. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the level, the hype yeah. level. If you, if we do have a good um, score for him, we will keep him on. Yeah. Just rate it at a score of like one to live. Yeah. Give us, see a, how, give see us how a rating and a review on uh, iTunes or whatever uh, platform you're using. Be sure to check us out on social media as well. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Do the right film underscore podcast on Instagram. Do the right film on everything else. We have a website as well. Do the right film dot com. They got a website. Yep, do the right film dot com. Um, I I think I'd like to, on behalf of everybody here, extend a nice thank you to Patrick for joining us. Thank you, but before we uh, leave, uh, I just want to thank God real quick. Uh, he is my shepherd. 
Do you believe in God? Is that what you want to? Is that what you <laughs> want to say? That's your. That's it. No, uh, thank you guys for letting me on. Mm-hmm. I thought this was gonna be. Would you like to be back on one day? <laughs> Would you like to be? No, yeah, we'll, we'll have you. We'll have you. Um, I'll let him on. Yeah, bro. Hopefully, this gets y'all like uh, ratings. Uh, I, I feel like I added some sazon to y'all rice real quick. Uh, you're welcome. Cool, cool. All right, Patrick. Thanks for thank being you guys, on. Though. Thank you. Now that'll do it for us. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. We need something. Oh yeah, a catchphrase. Just stay